Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. I am your host, Jared, alongside Alyssa Antonelli, the co-owner of Mickey Travels and a huge member of the Mickey Blog family. Here on the Mickey Blog Podcast, we cover all things Disney, from the parks to the cruise line, to the streaming service, to the movies, to the business, to so much more, even Star Wars, even if Alyssa doesn't want to talk about it. It's okay. She She pretends. She does her best. But regardless, uh, today we're back with another fun Disney podcast to do with the holidays because it is that time of year, folks. Happy December. As of today, it's December. Uh, of course, not at the time of recording, but the time of posting, it's December. So that's exciting. But regardless, December 1st, December 1st I know. Uh, big, big month. We got Christmas. We got New Year's Eve. We got Jared's birthday. I'm just going to throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> not that important. Don't worry, guys. Uh, but either way, today we're going to be talking about the Walt Disney World Resorts, and they get absolutely decked out during the holiday season. We're going to basically go into depth as to why you should visit Walt Disney World during the holiday season because of these resorts. If you are staying at one of these resorts, why you should, you know, take some time to walk around and enjoy it. And if you're not staying at a Walt Disney World resort during this time, that's okay. You should still go visit them. Take a day out of your Disney vacation if you're coming around this time of year to visit these resorts. If it's not a day, take half a day. Either way, we both promise you it's worth it because some of these resorts are just so, so gorgeous. And uh, the second half of the episode, we're even going to talk about our absolute favorites. So having said all of that, this episode and every episode of the Mickey Bot Podcast is brought to you by Mickey Travels. We'll talk more about them later on in the episode. Alyssa, how are you doing today? Are you uh, feeling more and more festive? I'm into it. I mean, I'm here for all the festive stuff. I mean, this is our this is our holiday, right, Jared? Like, we're excited. Yeah. I have to ask you though, was that an un was that a shameless plug for people to send you birthday presents? Kind of, yeah. I, I was basically trying I, to tell just, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like I just wasn't sure where you were going with that. So let's just make sure everybody knows that if you where and how they can send you gifts <laughs> for your birthday. Um, I know. Okay. Uh, everybody write this down. P.O. box. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it would be nice if you guys want to throw some birthday love into the chat. That's always yeah. fun and appreciated. It's... But anyway, I'm very excited. Um, I couldn't agree more. I think the resorts are just as big a part of the Walt Disney World experience as the parks. So I'm excited to dive into each one, talk a little bit about what it looks like and why people should take the time to what I call resort hop during mm. the holidays. Take Take a morning. Take an afternoon and literally go to these resorts. You will not regret it. I totally, yeah, I totally agree. You know, so the the interesting thing about the resorts is as a kid, I remember going to these Disney parks and, and thinking like the first time I went during the holiday season being like, wow, this is incredible because the parks were so decked out. I didn't even think about the resorts. I actually got more into the resorts as I got older and started living closer because then you start trying to find different things to do, right? Maybe you've gone to the parks a lot. First world problems, I know. But still, maybe you want to go check out the resorts. And our whole team at Mickey Blog, for example, we adore Wilderness Lodge. Like, And most people do. If you search up on Google, and I know because I've done this in preparation for this episode, if you search up on Google the best Walt Disney World resorts during the holidays, most of those sites are going to say Wilderness Lodge. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about Wilderness Lodge later. But the reason I'm bringing up Wilderness Lodge, it's like 
this is a whole resort that even if you're not staying at, a lot of people have now made it like a staple to visit there during the holiday season. That's really amazing because that means Disney has gone above and beyond to decorate a resort that they're bringing in guests that aren't even staying there. I think that's a huge accomplishment and it says a lot to what Walt Disney sets, Walt Disney World sets as a standard in terms of like excellence, you know, because these resorts are are not just decorated. They are fully, fully decked out, especially the deluxe resorts. And we will get into all of them. Having said that, we're going to start with the value resorts because as Alyssa mentioned, every single resort on Walt Disney World property is fully decked out for the holiday season. So like literally every single one. So that is really amazing because whether you're staying at All-Star Sports or whether you're staying at Grand Floridian, Will you find more decorations and grander? Obviously, at Grand Floridian, sure, but you're still going to find some decorations, and some of them are very cool at every single resort. So, having said that, let's jump right into it, shall we? Um, with the All-Star Resorts, all three of these resorts, All-Star Music, All-Star Sports, and All-Star Movies, do get fully decorated for the holidays, and what I love about the decorations here and a reason why it's worth checking these out is the trees are of course uniquely themed to you know the resort itself so if you go to all-star music you're going to find like piano strips and violins and things all over their trees which i think is very cool the wreaths as you're walking down the hallways inside of all-star music you'll also find instruments in the middle of the wreaths and things like that uh, so that's like a really simple thing, Alyssa. But again, I love how these resorts do a great job of like sticking to their actual theme while still decorating. And sports does the same thing with sports, you know, balls and objects and things like that. Uh, movies, of course, celebrates different films with, you know, Christmas. Um, and we're going to talk about the two other value resorts because one of them is really amazing um, personally. But but yeah, I just uh, would you agree that, um, you know, each resort does a great job staying in theme while also decorating because they even do that with music. I'm not sure if you ever noticed that. No, 100 percent. And and I feel like it's appropriate. Um, and remember, there are people that are staying at. Let's take the all stars in particular for that theming. Yeah, Their kids, you know, they have a young son who loves baseball and, you know, they want to stay at all-star sports or um, a, a daughter who plays piano or violin and, you know, music is their thing or they're just in love with the Disney movies. Um, so I feel like it it's appropriate and makes sense for them to stick with those big themes even during the holidays. Um, and I do agree with you also, Jared, like while you mentioned about the sports ornaments and the music and the movies um they all are very different at the same time so don't i don't want anyone thinking oh well i went to movies i don't need to see sports or or music you you want to you want to take the time they're very close together um and like i said it to me it's i guess i'm you know what i kind of look at it as um sort of like the equivalent to going into new york city and going window shopping yeah when you look at the Macy's windows and, you know, the Tiffany windows and you just walk around and you see what they've done, um, you may not be buying anything there, but it's just fun to kind of bundle up and kind of walk. And I feel like that's maybe it's a little different, but I feel like that's my sort of analogy of the holidays. It's like window shopping in New York City, but you're resort shop, resort hopping 
mm-hmm. um, you know, rather than looking at all the windows, but you're looking at all the decorations. I think it has that same. Are you, am I, am I, did I go way off the beaten path or am I? No, no, it, it makes a lot of sense. And, and again, just to sort of go back to, you know, what we were saying about sticking in theme, you know, with the all-star resorts, as Alyssa said, you're going to have kids who just, maybe they love movies and, you know, they love going to all-star movies because they can see all these huge movie characters up and, and same thing with sports and everything. I remember being a kid, my brother and I played three sports a year. We were extremely active and we loved all-star sports as a kid because it was, it was fun. You know, like it's, it, it didn't matter that, you know, grand, big, you know, lobbies and big things it didn't matter when you're a kid you're you're just excited so i think that's that's a really good point but one of the other things that i was sort of getting at too with this and i'm sure Alyssa will also agree with this is like for example if you go to caribbean beach resort and we're not even in the moderate section yet so we'll talk about this later if you go to caribbean beach resort you're going to walk around i know because i was there yesterday covering a story for the blog and you can hear almost like caribbean style christmas music I love that. It's like reggae, but it's Christmas music. And it's the same thing if you go over to uh, the Polynesian, you'll hear Hawaiian version of Christmas music. Like, that's what I mean about each resort still sticking to their theme. And that also plays a role in what Alyssa was saying about, like, why you would want to resort hop. Because that gives you more incentive to resort hop, right? Because now you're like, okay, you know what? Yes, there's Christmas decorations at this resort and this resort, but they could be totally different over here and they have totally different music and the vibe is different, you know, so it makes you want to visit them all. I don't know. That's just how I see it. Um, So as we continue along into the value resorts, the next two resorts I want to talk about are Pop Century and Art of Animation. Now, we've talked about these resorts multiple times in this podcast. Alyssa and I have both spoken highly about them in the value section because they are on the Disney Skyliner, which allows you to hop around to two different parks as well as several amazing resorts. So they are booked up quite a bit. I know Alyssa can tell you that as someone who runs a Disney travel agency. Um, And beyond all of that, uh, there are some great benefits of staying here during the holiday season. For example, they both have a lot of amazing decorations. Yes, and we'll dive into that in a second. But again, having the ability to be on the Skyliner means you can now check out the decorations very easily over at Caribbean Beach Resort, over at Riviera, over at the Boardwalk, over at Yacht and Beach Club. And there's amazing decorations at all those resorts. So before we jump around too far, have as I have a tendency of doing, uh, we'll stick to Pop Century and Art of Animation real quick because Pop Century is very cool. Again, they do a great job sort of celebrating different eras and things like that. There's a bigger tree actually in the lobby comparatively to the All-Star Resorts. But let me just say, Art of Animation is one of the cooler resorts to visit during the holiday season. Um, and it's sort of like underrated, sneaky underrated. I think people are catching on, Alyssa, and I think you'd agree. But for a long time, I remember always thinking whenever I'd walk in there during the holiday season, you see all the the white trees and the white garland and how they decorate it. I remember thinking like, this is really cool, for, especially for a value resort. Like, it's gorgeous in here. So... Both of those resorts are worth visiting during the holiday season, but I would just say Art of Animation is really special. I agree very much. Um, That tree in Art of Animation is a pretty cool tree, Um, something that definitely is against the grain of traditional Christmas trees, I would say. Most people 
you know, don't have a big white treat. If you do, that's amazing. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention also that I didn't want people to not know, if, and mm-hmm. I'm sure many people know, is that each of the resorts in, from value all the way up to deluxe, they also do have in their gift shops, lots of Christmas merch. Yes. Um, you know, so that's another thing where, and to be honest with you, sometimes you may, there's a lot of the same, but sometimes there's something that's just at one of the resorts. Correct. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know that Jared, when we're searching for something, it's like, oh my gosh, over at, you know, pop, they have this. So sometimes you might find kind of a, a, a hidden gem mm-hmm. of a piece of holiday merch at a resort that you think, oh, I could get that in the parks. I could get that at, you know, Grand Floridian. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, I know also they have ornaments that are resort specific that are only sold at those resorts, Um, which is another thing. If you want to decorate your tree with all the different ornaments from each resort, it might be fun to go resort hop and try to find an ornament with the name of each resort on it. And you can yeah. only find those at that specific resort. Correct. And also on top of that, there are resort specific pins that mm-hmm. are only found at the yeah. counters of each resort. Um, those are very cool. You could find, I believe we found a lot of the collection over at Disney Springs. However, some of them were missing and you could only find them at the resort. Um, so these are these are popular uh, merchandise items that Alyssa was alluding to. Um, it's cool that it's unique at the resort. On top of that, there's also unique food and treat offerings that you can only find at the resorts. For example, I went over to the All-Star Music Resort yesterday to cover uh, the mini wreath bunt cake you can only find that over at the all-star resorts so again it makes it unique because you're walking around these resorts during the holiday season you're like oh wow uh i didn't see that treat over at that resort like there that that's on purpose disney does a great job of making making people want to visit all their resorts making people want to book more of their resorts but also this idea of resort hopping has become more and more popular and with good reason, because now all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I got to see those decorations over there, but now I want to go see those decorations. I mean, I'll be honest with you, this upcoming weekend, I'm pretty sure my wife and I, uh, we are planning a night where we're literally just bouncing around the monorail and resorts and the wilderness lodge just to look at Christmas decorations. Like that's literally the only thing on our agenda. So it's, it's a very popular thing. I'm not I'm not trying to sell anybody on this podcast on something that I don't personally do because I love it. Um but moving on to the uh actually before I move on to the to the moderates, let me just say this real quick. They do have the campsites over at Fort Wilderness Resort, which technically is considered um and many lists on that value resort section. Um that gets fully decorated as well. I actually covered that um, those decorations for the blog, and I love it over there. They do a fantastic job with decorations. It's so homey and so like, you know, of course it's wilderness themed, but the tree is just decked out with like horse hooves and, and like all these things. It's very cool. Um, and they actually, one thing I'd never seen before, Alyssa, in the lobby or the check-in lobby of where you check in for Fort Wilderness, there's a Chippendale um, stockings that are like right by the fireplace. And it's just like the most homey Christmassy lobby I've ever seen. So 
an, another example of fitting into the theme and making it sort of worth a visit. Um, if you're not staying there, I will say it's pretty difficult to get in there, but you could take a bus from any of the parks over there, or you can take a boat from Magic Kingdom. So just something to be aware of. But yeah, I love Fort Wilderness during that time I of year. I also say um, the other thing about Fort Wilderness, which is really cool, is the guests themselves, how they decorate their campsites. I mean, it's it's like seriously no joke. Like, yeah, I don't think I, I'd have it in me to compete with the level that these, I mean, if you go over there and rent a golf cart and just kind of go through all the different, you know, sort of roads and back roads, all that. I mean, if you go at nighttime and see these campsites lit up, I mean, and this is all guest driven. They bring their lights, they bring their big Santa blow ups and they, they go all out. This is not for the faint of heart. If you're like, yeah, I'm going to put up a wreath. Oh, that's okay. Right? That's okay. Yeah. But it's crazy. So if you have an opportunity to go over there during the evening and even rent a golf cart, if you can, or walk and see some of these self-produced, you know, campsite decorations, it's, it's hardcore, but it's really, really fun. No, um, I, I totally agree. Like, picture this for a second, okay? Um, if you really wanted to, this is a real thing you could do. Um, you could, for example, take a trip over to the Transportation and Ticket Center, okay? You could get yourself, a, there's a Joffrey stand at the Transportation Ticket Center. You can get yourself a warm hot chocolate or a coffee or whatever you want, all right? And then if you head over to the Magic Kingdom, you can jump on a boat over to Fort Wilderness and walk around, see all these lights. You can make an entire night out of that, which I think is very cool because one, first of all, I'm speaking from personal experience. I've done that before. But also, I just think it's it's so cool that these resorts do such a great job at decking things out to this extent because you know, as Alyssa was alluding to, like, this is not like a, they put up a wreath. I just want to emphasize that. Okay. Because some of these golf carts, I've literally looked at them before Alyssa. And I've been like, where's, where's the golf cart? Because it it looks like it's not even a golf cart anymore. It's so decked out in lights and like, and they're yeah, it's crazy. Um, and remember, you can also make a real fun night out of it. Get a reservation at Hoopty Doo. Mm-hmm. Enjoy what you do and then enjoy the holiday lights. I mean, that's a fun night right there. Absolutely it is. Hoopty Doo Review is amazing. And again, this is just another example of another resort that does a fantastic job at decorating during the holidays. And and we're gonna keep throwing, by the way, guys, I just want to emphasize, Alyssa and I are going to involuntarily throw different ideas at you on how you can turn this into an evening and or full day. Uh, mostly I'm also trying to come up with ideas for myself over the next 28 <laughs> days, uh, before Christmas hits here, uh, because I got to savor up all these, all this time period before the, the decorations are gone. And then Alyssa and I spend another 10 months on the podcast being like, Oh, I can't wait for Christmas. Uh, so <laughs> we got to uh, enjoy we'll, it. We got we to. So moving on to the moderate resorts, we have Disney's Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs, Port Orleans French Quarter, and Port Orleans Riverside. 
and technically the cabins at Fort Wilderness, but we already spoke about Fort Wilderness. So Alyssa, when I mention these four, I guess three, because Riverside, French Quarter, they're they're together, right? So when I mention these, anything that sticks out to you when you think of the decor and the decorations, again, all of these are fully decorated. So if we speak on anything specific, it's just something we really like. But that doesn't mean that not all of them are pretty because they are all fully decorated. Well, so, once again, I feel like it it would be we it'd be remiss of either of us to not say the theme. Yeah. They're just so specifically intentionally themed to mm-hmm. what the resort the theme that's there year round. Um, so for example, you know, you're going to find, you know, more, um, you know, at Caribbean beach, like you mentioned, you're going to hear the Christmas music, maybe with a steel drum sort of flair, you know? Um, but you won't hear that over at the French quarter because that wouldn't make sense. So maybe the French quarter maybe has a little bit more of the Mardi Gras, New Orleans type of, holiday vibe um you know maybe the colors you know the yellows the purples the greens you know um feathers um things like that so again i think the biggest thing is you know they're all different they're all beautiful resorts um i just think it goes back to experiencing the theming of each of those resorts that you see 12 months a year but specifically honed in on the christmas and holiday decorations and once again I'm repeating myself again, but I will repeat. You're also going to go into their stores and they will have unique, um, you know, ornaments or pins or things that are only sold there. Plus what you said, Jared, um, they will have specific um, holiday treats that you're, that, you know, are resort specific that you will not find anywhere else. For example, you mentioned that bunk cake. I don't know where else you find that. You, you can't. It's not anywhere no. else. Like you're not going to go to Magic Kingdom and go into the bakery and say, I want that bun cake that I saw on Mickey Black. No, you, you got to go to where it is. And so another mm-hmm. reason to check these resorts out. Totally agree. I will just say specifically on these moderate resorts before we move on to deluxe and the second half of our show. Uh, I just want to say that Port Orleans does a fantastic job. Um, I think that the French Quarter is really airy and windowy, of course, as you walk in there. But there's four trees around the fountain and garland everywhere. Very pretty. However, I also covered Port Orleans Riverside decorations for the blog this year. And when I went over there, I walked inside and I was like, this is crazy. I, I don't know if I just haven't been over there in a while, but they have a very big tree right in their lobby. It's gorgeous. The garland is everywhere. Again, it's like every single Christmas. I don't know if I'm just like easily duped, Alyssa, because I love the holidays. But like, I feel like I feel like I'm just easily satisfied with Christmas lights. But either way, like I walked into Riverside and I was like, this is a way bigger tree and a cooler setup than I had previously remembered. It just goes to show you that they they just really do not mess around. And, it, and now, it's are all you unique. volunteering to cover all of these for Mickey blog. Because it's I'm, I'm finding a theme here that like, oh, I've been to this. I have not been to those resorts yet this year, but you seem to have been to all of them. I'm not sure if that was just coincidence or if it's, that was It's true. I There was a few days. So when the blog started covering all the decorations, there was a few days there where uh, our 
amazing sort of leader during uh during all of this kayla she would she would sort of reach out to me and be like hey do you want to go to this resort and this resort and this resort and i just kept saying yeah sure yes. you got it no yeah. problem so yeah, i just I'm went in. to like a thousand resorts and found all the decorations because <laughs> i i just love it anyway so uh what a what a treat yeah, to be able that, to do that, that for career. that opportunity to anybody else in the blog but jared i find yeah. that interesting i don't know if you had to pay her a little bit or eh. yeah i, don't know, but I know i find uh, it interesting that you had that job for all the resorts <laughs> you weren't supposed to figure that out okay you were supposed works. to just let that go and <laughs> it never happened no nope. but uh but no um and another real quick i want to mention coronado springs see here's one i didn't get to cover um coronado springs uh i have heard that grand destino tower specifically really gets decked out Gorgeous. for the holidays so that's a that's a cool little shout out and caribbean beach again we spoke about this earlier they literally play Caribbean themes like Christmas songs. And beyond that, there's lots of trees, lots of garland, lots of lights all throughout the lobby. Um, there's several unique treats. Yesterday, I actually got the uh, snowman, sort of peppermint blondie, uh, right inside of there. It was super cute. Um, very cool. Again, you can only get it there. So makes it adds that incentive. Um, so, and I do want to just jump in real quick, Jared, and yeah. say Grand Destino you know, it's funny. I know it's lumped in with Coronado because it's mm -hmm. the same resort. But to be honest with you, it's so not. Yeah. It's just not. Um, yeah. And to be honest with you, to call it a moderate resort is extremely unfair. Yeah. It's unfair. I'm just going to throw that out there. Sorry, <laughs> Grand Destino. It is every bit a deluxe resort. Um, less expensive <clears throat> than the Monorail Resorts and the Epcot Resorts simply because of location. Yeah. But I will tell you that if you picked up Grand Destino and put it on the Monorail, it would never have availability. Never. Absolutely it never. It would be sold out all the time. It is <clears throat> every bit of deluxe resort. The I will say the, the holiday decorations in the lobby are elegant. They are... Um, that lobby, I think, can almost compete with Grand Floridian in terms of elegance. Um, I would, I would agree with that. Quite, maybe it's not quite there, but it, it's, it's creeping up as far as, so definitely make a trip over there. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I, uh, so I covered, I actually spoke about this on the podcast before, but I covered an event for the blog earlier this year at Coronado. And that was my first stay at Coronado Springs, which actually marked the last Disney resort cross off my list which was kind of cool but i remember being there walking around and distinctly saying to myself like how is this a moderate resort because walking around grand destino and going up to like the dahlia lounge up at the up on the rooftop and seeing the views of all of walt disney i mean it's astounding that that resort um is sort of even available underneath the moderate price tag but hey Alyssa and I can't we can't talk too loudly because Disney's going to change their mind they're going to say you know what it's time yeah, now to it's moderate and it's and all it's every bit of moderate it's totally a moderate and needs to stay a moderate. It almost might be flirting with value. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> is there a level below value? We'll put it down there. <laughs> That's where it should uh, go. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Disney. We got it. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, all right. So we're going to take our mid-show break, and then we're going to talk about the, the uh, 
deluxe Disney World resorts in the second half of the episode. And we're also going to mention some of our favorites because, you know, that's what you have to do. We have to talk about our personal favorites. We already briefly chatted about Wilderness Lodge earlier, but honestly, Alyssa and I could spend a whole episode talking about the gingerbread houses and the Wilderness Lodges and the and the, and the Animal Kingdom Lodges and they're also amazing. But before we do, I want to mention that this episode of the Mickey Block Podcast is sponsored by Mickey Travels. Mickey Travels is a nationally recognized leader in Disney vacation planning. They are diamond earmarked by Disney, and their services are always 100% free. So reach out to Mickey Travels today for a free quote on your Disney vacation at MickeyTravels.com. That's MickeyTravels.com, making magic one vacation at a time. Again, as we've spoken about many times on this podcast, Mickey Travels just makes everything easier for you folks if you're trying to book or plan your Disney vacation. They can take all of the stress, all the hard work off your plate, and these amazing agents can book your trip for you, but also plan your trip for you. Get the hard tickets, get those hard reservations that you got to wake up at 5 a.m. for. They do all that for you at zero additional cost. It costs you nothing extra to use Mickey Travels and it does to literally book your trip yourself. So to me, it's a no brainer. Um, but, you know, I know you might be thinking, Jared, that you have to say this. No, uh, I'm I'm friends. <laughs> I'm friends with some of these wonderful agents and I know them personally. This is a truly amazing service and I'm going to keep shouting it at you until you guys use it on every episode. So uh, just uh, just skip ahead if you're getting tired of me. But uh, either way, let's move on to the second half of our show because I'm excited to talk about the deluxe resorts. Again, you know, not to say that any resort is prettier than another because, again, that's completely up to opinion. You might think Caribbean Beach is the most gorgeous resort on the planet. That's amazing. Good for you. I would never tell you you're wrong. You know, that's the beautiful part about the Walt Disney World resorts. There's so many for every single family. And as Alyssa even said earlier, sometimes the kids really want to go to the all-star resorts, for example, because they love the theming. So we're not going to tell you that these are better. However, the deluxe resorts do put in a lot more time, resources, and more energy, I would say, more focus, more more decor than than uh, you can even think of sometimes into these resorts. And it, it's really magnificent what they do. So going through the Walt Disney World resort list for the deluxe resorts, of course, we have to mention the monorail resorts first. So let's talk about the Contemporary Resort, the Grand Floridian Resort, and Disney's Polynesian Resort. And I guess we can loop in Wilderness Lodge as well. But Alyssa, what sticks out to you about these? I, I think I have an idea what you're going to talk about here, but, you know, I'm going to let you take the floor. So go ahead. So I, I do agree with you. Um, they're not better. Um, I just think that there's a little bit more, maybe perhaps preparation. Yeah. Um, time that gets put into um, these resorts. Um, you know, it's like anything else. I think there's an expectation. Yeah. When people are staying at these um, higher priced resorts, they expect a little bit more. Um, however, let me just also say the value of moderates go all out for Christmas, as we just said. So I don't want people thinking there's a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree in, <laughs> you know, in, you know, uh, Caribbean yeah. Beach. And it's like this little, you just know, no. this little sad. Yes, yeah, there's no sadness. <laughs> it's all really, really good. But um, I would say, you know, you can't not talk about the Grand Floridian Gingerbread House. It, it's kind yeah. of just the icon. I feel it's the icon of the holiday season at Walt Disney World. 
if you want wow. for the resorts. Yeah, that's a, I that's think, a big statement, isn't it? I, I agree. I, I agree. That is a big statement. I would say I also pretty much though agree with you though because it's right. It's, was that an inappropriate statement? No, I think it's kind of the can't miss. I would I would argue Wilderness Lodge Tree is right there. Oh no, but, absolutely. Uh, I'm just well. I would right, say. But I mean, when it comes to you know that gingerbread house, you know they I will say they put it up this year. It felt like it went up really quick. Um, this is something they work on for months and months, baking the gingerbread, everything is edible, you know, that they put on there. Um, and of course they have a little store. They actually are inside the gingerbread house selling gingerbread. Mm -hmm. I mean, inside the house that is edible selling gingerbread. I guess if they run out, they could just reach outside and pull off a shingle. And be like, oh, hey, can you go get me a shingle real quick? Yeah. Get a shingle. We just took it off the roof. Um, I will say when you walk in the Grand Floridian, like many other resorts, it smells of gingerbread. Mm -hmm. It smells of the holiday season. Um, I would probably say, Jared, this is another big statement. And I don't know if I'm right when I say this. It's just what I'm feeling. Oh, look at you. You're like, you're, you're waiting <laughs> for it. No, go ahead. I almost feel like the gingerbread house of the Grand Floridian might be one of the most photographed holiday images of Walt Disney World. I would, I would Ooh. actually argue, Is I would argue, no, I, I don't disagree. I think the, to me, it should be almost number one at this point. The only thing that should have been photographed more were the castle with the dream lights. However, with the dream oh, lights gone. that's a gone, whole other discussion. Yeah. But with the dream lights gone, I actually find the gingerbread house to be almost more iconic over there. Uh, just, just because See, it's, it's so lights, special. Dreamlight's not being on the castle is sort of like a discussion of great movie ride, Osborne <laughs> no. lights. I mean, these are things yeah. that we're in mourning over. Like, right? Yeah, we'll, so, we'll do a holiday mourning episode eventually. Um. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, because like those are some things. But anyway, um, but really quick, um, the Gingerbread House is obviously an icon of mm. Walt Disney World holidays, certainly the Grand Floridian. Um, you know, I love where they start to um you know uh, construct it you can watch them putting the actual foundation down you watch them putting the chefs and the all, all the the cast they're putting on the shingles and they actually this year and jared correct me if i'm wrong i don't recall this but i was actually there the night that it was a soft opening and mm -hmm. they were giving out gingerbread samples correct i don't yep. recall that in the past now I might be completely off base. I love no. That so I've I have seen them do that in the past, but it, it hasn't been like an every year thing. It's okay. an, and this year it was they were my doing first it, time and I yeah. loved it. And they were doing it for like the fur, full like four or five days before it actually opened. Like it was several days that they did it for, uh, which I yeah. think is awesome. Um, I was, again, uh, I was there for the opening of the gingerbread house and uh, I just love this gingerbread house. I mean, it, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least also mention there is a full-fledged gingerbread house over at Disney's Contemporary. That is actually a uh, Mary Blair sort of celebratory castle gingerbread house. This year it's celebrating the Disney 100th. Very cool, very picturesque. 
However, when you think gingerbread house, you think of this, uh, because the Grand Floridian gingerbread house is literally completely made of gingerbread. There's cast members inside, as Alyssa was alluding to. There's a cash register that they're like placing on their gingerbread counter. And it's just so funny to walk counter, up there. Yeah, it's like, a I mean, come on. And it's like they just have, so... And they also sell ornaments of the, of, you know, the gingerbread house. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's an icon, right? I mean, that's the thing. Like there's, there's just, and of course you can buy a, uh, a miniature fully assembled gingerbread house. Mm -hmm. You can, all the treats, they have gingerbread shingles. They have gingerbread men. They have chocolate dip gingerbread. I mean, I could go on. Um, yeah. I may or may not have purchased several items from the gingerbread house, but I'm not confirming or denying any of that. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah. I will not discuss what my purchases may or may not have been. Yeah, that's a personal matter. We're not going to dive I'm into not, it. So I, refuse, <laughs> I refuse to talk about that on the podcast. If anyone yeah. wants to ask me indirectly, go for it. But I'm, I may or may not have purchased several items when I went there. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think that that is like a must when it comes to buying. Uh, you have to you have to get something gingerbread from there because when well, else are you going to be at a real life gingerbread house? Just to really quick and then, you know, kind of you asked me about that. I have to also say that in addition to the gingerbread house, the Grand Floridian is just so elegant and their trees are just so beautiful. Um, it's the less is more. They don't go crazy. In other words, I feel like they're very mm -hmm. elegant trees you have the gingerbread house i feel like they don't glom it up with just everything all over there it's just sheer holiday elegance um so definitely a must to take a trip over to the grand floridian for the holidays yeah i mean the tree in the lobby is gorgeous the uh decorations all over the lobby are gorgeous there's garland as you walk down the staircase and on top of that you're also going to notice a little light up reindeer outside so another sort of important thing to, to go outside it's worth seeing um but speaking of the other monorail resorts real quickly we want to mention disney's polynesian resort as well as a contemporary we did mention that there is a gingerbread house over at the contemporary that is worth visiting that's over on like the main center floor where contempo cafe is and you know uh chef mickey's however the contemporary also has a gorgeous big tree outside that's worth going to check out as well very very cool tree the biggest ornaments you've ever seen in your life um and then also over at disney polynesian sort of an underrated spot to visit during the holidays again they do a lot of very cool uh you know poly themed christmas music things of that nature However, you're also going to spot uh, just a lot of gorgeous decor inside, including instead of a star, because this makes sense, right, Alyssa? Instead of a star, they have a pineapple on the top of their tree, which I always thought was really cool. So another sort of great visit. Um, but we will and we will talk about Wilderness Lodge as well, because... And Jared, can I just say something? And I could course, be wrong again. Of course. I believe the tree outside the Contemporary is the largest tree on property. You know, I'm actually Balls? not, I, I, you know, I, it's one, it's, the, well, the, I've heard that there's some sort of wrong. award. <laughs> I'm not Let's completely positive, but it's big. That's all I, I know. It's, I feel like somebody said it's the, I read somewhere that it's, if I'm wrong, I apologize to our listeners and viewers, but I 
do you think it's the largest tree on property? I, uh, you know what, I wouldn't, all I know is I certainly wouldn't be surprised because I'm always astounded when I go over there at how tall that tree is. It it really is enormous. It goes above the flagpoles over there. It's no joke. So worth the visit. And again, the Polynesian as well. Wilderness Lodge, we've already talked about that, but we're going to also talk more about Wilderness Lodge when we talk about our favorites, because I know for me, it's certainly up there. Uh, But I do want to briefly go over some of the other value resorts before Alyssa and I talk about our favorites. Um, speaking of the Yacht and Beach Club, for example, Animals, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Disney's Boardwalk, all of these resorts do a fantastic job at decorating for the holidays. The Boardwalk, as well as the Yacht and Beach Club, do offer up their own gingerbread houses. The Beach Club has a little like model railroad, which is really adorable. And there's a carousel over there, which is super, super cute. Um, and this year was actually the first year that the Yacht Club had a gingerbread house where they built the um, sort of lighthouse, which I thought was very, very cool. And I also I just love that they're adding more things over time. Um, we could briefly mention the deluxe villas as well, such as Old Key West, Riviera, and Saratoga. All three of those also do a phenomenal job. The other villas, such as Kadani Village or Boulder Ridge over at Wilderness Lodge, again, these are all also getting fully decorated, so have no fear. Um, but in terms of like out of all of those that I sort of mentioned, starting with Animal Kingdom Lodge, Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk, any of those that sort of stick out to you that you want to talk about here, Alyssa? Um, so I actually do think Animal Kingdom Lodge has a gorgeous tree. It's right in, you know, the middle of the of the lobby. Again, the theming, they have animals, like wooden animal ornaments. Um, their ribbons are, you know, all animal prints. Um, it goes so beautifully with the theme. Um, you know, the the Animal Kingdom Lodge lobby is rather dark and it just kind of works. Um, I think they're all amazing. Um, like I said, the other thing that's kind of cool is over at the beach club, they have that adorable carousel. Um, and then they have a little pop-up shop mm-hmm. that's right sort of in the lobby and you could get ornaments and treats and things like that, which I just think is really fun as well. Can I say, by the way, cause I just did a little Googling the largest tree at Walt Disney World is 70 feet tall, located at Disney's Contemporary Resort, weighs there more than 33,000 pounds, has 1,200 individual branches, decorated with 16,000 lights and more than 200 custom light or- up ornaments. I just had to like share that because I thought I had heard that. That's really amazing. I mean, I'm not, I'm not exactly shocked just because... When you go there, when you see that tree, it's astounding at how big it actually is. Um, yeah. And of anyway, course, sorry, I didn't mean to derail back over to Monero, but had to had to prove myself because I didn't hear that. No, but, no. I... Yeah. So I think um, all is. I will also say, um, I think the boardwalk is absolutely beautiful at Christmas. I think boardwalk's a beautiful resort all year long, but if you go in the lobby, they really do a beautiful job. With mm. their garland, their trees, um, I'm I'm wowed when I walk in the boardwalk. I think it's beautiful. I totally agree. I I also think the boardwalk, their main Christmas tree down on the grass, is really gorgeous. And um, what's cool about it is you can really turn it into a whole evening if you wanted to as well. 
you know, go see that gingerbread house, walk over to yacht, see that gingerbread house, go to beach club, see that gingerbread house. And if you want to, you could just accidentally slip and fall into Epcot and then boom, you're at the festival of the holidays. Or have uh, a drink over at Jelly Rolls or Abracadabar. Yeah. Or jump on the Skyliner and go see Caribbean Beach and Riviera. Like, there's so much there's to see over there. Lots of options. And the cool thing about the, the Skyliner, Jared, that you mentioned is you can actually hit four resorts on on the Skyliner for the holidays. You can hit mm-hmm. Riviera, Caribbean Beach, Pop, Century, and Art of Animation all on the Skyliner while just yeah. enjoying a really fun ride. Absolutely. I mean, Did we talk I, about Riviera, by the way? We ha- we we briefly mentioned it, but it hasn't been fully discussed. I will say that the Riviera Resort does a fantastic job with their decor. The lobby is very homey and bright, which I really love. Um, and they even have some decorations outside, which is really cool. Again, as Alyssa was just alluding to, if you wanted to, a lot of people like during the holidays like to do like a sort of holiday, you know, monorail crawl. Well, you could do the same thing with the Skyliner and make a Skyliner holiday crawl and just bounce around, see different holiday decorations, also grab different holiday treats, all of that while going around the uh, monorail resort. So very, very special thing to do each year, and it's completely worth your time. Again, the boardwalk has like the, even though it doesn't have like the icon tree that you might find at like the Grand Floridian or Contemporary or, you know, Wilderness Lodge. It's still really, really homey and gorgeous in there, as Alyssa was alluding to. And I personally love going over to the beach club to see the sort of uh, the yacht and beach club, rather, to go see like the model train and, you know, the gingerbread houses over there. So all of these resorts are so gorgeous. It's hard to pick a favorite, but I mean, you really can't go wrong here. And um, we didn't really spend a lot of time talking about the Animal Kingdom Lodge, but I will say that's definitely a fan favorite. They have an incredible tree over there. They have been doing gingerbread house uh, sort of stuff over there as well uh, with their gingerbread giraffe and their gingerbread zebra. So a lot going on over there, which is very cool. Um, so it, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to beat all of these different things. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a hard time picking a favorite, but having said all that, is there a favorite for you or a few must do's before we wrap up today's episode, Alyssa, because all of these resorts are so amazing. We could talk about them forever, but, uh, it, is there any specifics you want to mention when it comes to all these deluxe resorts? moderate resorts value resorts um you know that you think is like a okay you got to go see that i know you obviously mentioned the gingerbread house but yeah i mean i would definitely say if there was a time constraint and you couldn't do it all um definitely make your way over to the grand floridian mm-hmm. you know if you're spending a day at magic kingdom monorail around walk it's worth it um to definitely go see that um be a part of that um I will say the resort is beautiful. Um, I know that we were going to quickly touch on Wilderness Lodge. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I will say that their tree just, it's such a beautiful resort anyway. And when you add that gorgeous tree in the, in the lobby and all the garland on the, on the different levels that you see in the lobby, um, it's beautiful. So I would say, you know, Grand Floridian Wilderness Lodge are two, I think, must-dos. Um, and like you said, the good thing about going over to Epcot is you can hit beach, yacht, beach, yacht and beach and boardwalk 
all within, you know, an hour of each other, if you want to just kind of go from one to the other. So um, those are, I would think, in my opinion, the absolute must-dos if you can't do them all. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that, to be honest. I think you're if you're on a time constraint, um, you know, and you can only hit a few, then you should stick personally to either that yacht beach club boardwalk region or the monorail resort region um of course i'm including you know fort wilderness and wilderness lodge in the monorail resort region but but if you're not in a resort constraint or a time constraint rather go see them all um and if you're a local go see as many as you can because they're they're so gorgeous and and each one is unique and that's what makes them special um but frankly i'm just really really obsessed personally with wilderness lodge because of how homey it is it really it's not even really about their tree it's about they have these roaring fireplaces in there they have the christmas music and it and it feels like you're in like a log cabin so it could be 95 degrees outside and you walk in and you feel like you're in this peaceful little christmas cabin up in michigan or maine or something like it's it's very cool which i think is a very cool touch that they add to there so part of that isn't even it's not even almost fair to the rest of the resorts because they don't automatically provide that sort of feel to it that the wilderness lodge does which is like homey and cozy that of course is already affiliated with the holiday season um but i just really love it over there but overall i have nothing bad to say about literally any of these resorts because i love visiting all of them during the holiday season and uh yeah very very special special time of year special thing to do um, and the other thing to keep in mind just so you, know, you can always reach out to a mickey travels agent to help you with this but you know the holidays really start to you know increase every day from the beginning of november and it's actually as you know today is the 28th i would say it was up until just a few days ago that everything was fully complete so if you're kind of questioning mm -hmm. When do I come that I'm going to see everything? Um, you know, it starts generally after, you know, with the first Very Merry Christmas party, but it starts small and it just every day, something, every day, every other day, something gets, you know, added. Um, and I would say if you really, really want to experience full-fledged holidays, um, great time would be like the, like the third week of November. Agreed. Yeah. Because... Trust me, uh, as someone who spent several mornings uh, trying to hunt down that Wilderness Lodge tree uh, when it first dropped, uh, it does take a little bit for certain decorations to get fully up. So by the time that third week in November hits, typically all the resort decorations are up and it's absolutely worth visiting during that time of year. But regardless, we really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We wanted to focus an entire episode on the holiday decorations at the Walt Disney World Resorts. So we really hope you guys got something out of this. Um, hopefully we convince you to go visit all of these amazing resorts during this fantastic time of year. And um, if there's absolutely anything you need from the Disney news side of the internet, Please continue to follow along with us over here at Mickey Blog. If you're new to the Mickey Blog podcast, welcome. Please do subscribe to get future episodes. Leave a rating and review if you like this podcast. And if you want to see more of Mickey Blog's content, please head over to our social media pages. We are on all social media platforms. And of course, head to MickeyBlog.com for all the latest and all things Disney. Uh, we can't wait to see you guys next week. We are out with new episodes on the Mickey Bog Podcast every single Friday. So we'll see you next week for another another edition of the Mickey Bog Podcast. And uh, have a magical rest of your day.
Happy December.